Welcome to the Awaken to Empower podcast, the show for heart-centered entrepreneurs who wish to fully step into their power and make a bigger impact in this world. If you're ready to awaken to and embrace who you are and step into your purpose so you too can manifest the business and life that you desire, then you have come to the right place. I'm your host, Kay Sanders, Transformation Success Coach and Akashic Record Guide, here to support amazing entrepreneurs like you on their journey of awakening to who they are, of stepping into their power as they start living their life on purpose, of making the impact that they are here to make, and creating a successful and thriving business that is in complete alignment with who they are. Now allow me to be your guide that shines light onto the path that is in front of you so you too can move forward, empowered, and confident as you make the difference that you are here to make. Are you ready for that? Hey there, welcome back to another episode. Super excited and grateful that you're tuning in again. Now in today's episode, I want to talk a little bit more about why the heck are spiritual awakenings so painful? I mean, have you ever wondered, like, why does it have to be so painful to awaken, to go to this spiritual awakening period so you can come out on the other side and be whole and find yourself and, and, and have a higher consciousness and whatnot? I mean, have you ever wondered that? I know for myself, I've wondered myself all the time, why does it have to be so darn exhausting and challenging and painful at times to awaken, to ascend? Now, that's what I want to talk about in this episode. Like, why is it so painful? You know, what's really the purpose behind it all and how to really also embrace it and how actually your spiritual awakening helps you live your life purpose. Because I mean, so many people, they're looking for the life purpose and they are struggling with it. They're not really sure what is my life purpose and spiritual awakenings can actually help with that. So I'll definitely go into that as well. And I'm, I'm going to share an explanation that I had actually gotten from my guide Orion about that because a lot of people have a misconception about what life purpose really is, but stay tuned for that. But let's start out with like, what exactly is the reason for spiritual awakenings being so painful and difficult? Now, what you got to understand is a spiritual awakening knocks loose a lot of stuff. Like it, it needs, it, it is needed in order for you to outgrow old paradigms, right? It, it helps you break through limitation, also opens your eyes to the truth because let's face it, we grew up in lack and limitation. We have been told so many things that are really not of truth. It's really just to stay put, to stay safe, to not do anything crazy or courageous or whatnot, right? So when you're going through a spiritual awakening, right? It's like you're releasing those old wounds, the experience, the beliefs, that old programming, those old paradigms. You're really dismantling those old paradigms. And that can be very, very painful at times because you're realizing that, oh my God, I live, I was living my life, you know, based on lies and, and illusions that I'm limited. I'm, I'm in lack. I can't do this. I'm not good enough and all that stuff, right? And a spiritual awakening also helps you grow into a new way of being, an awakened way of being. And yes, it brings up a whole lot of fears. It brings up a whole lot of painful memories and all of that because quite frankly, a spiritual awakening, I would say that's more like a rebirthing process. And of course that can be painful. You know, like I talk more about it also about the darkness of the soul in a previous episode, you know, it's, it's similar, you know, 
spiritual awakenings and a dark night of the soul go hand in hand because when you go through the dark night of the soul, that's a period of spiritual awakening because you're finding yourself. You know, it's really that rebirthing process. And the reason why it's painful, because it's not meant to be painful. It's meant to help you grow. It's meant to help you awaken and finding yourself. But what makes it so painful is the resistance that we have to it. When you resist to let go of old programmings and, and, and beliefs and, you know, the limitations or whatnot, you don't really know what's on the other side. And that, that resistance is what causes pain. Because maybe you don't even want to look at or discover those limitations, blocks, painful memories or whatnot. I mean, let's face it, sometimes it's more comfortable to not know what's going on beneath the surface, right? Because then you have to kind of be honest with yourself that, oh, shoot, I created that in my life, you know? Because you are responsible for everything that you're experiencing in your life. You created it. And just having that awareness can be very challenging for many. I know I resisted just the, just the thought that I created what I'm experiencing in my life. When my coach told me that, I'm like, have you lost your mind? How the heck did I create struggling for money? I don't want to struggle for money. I don't want to struggle not getting clients. How the heck did I create that? Well, you see, the thing is, it's my beliefs about, am I really good enough? Can I really do this? Am I deserving? That created what I was experiencing in my life. I didn't feel worthy to make good money doing something that I love. I had to dismantle the belief that you can become very successful doing something that you love, doing the spiritual path and not just being an employee. But taking that responsibility is very hard for many because, hey, it's easier to, to blame the economy, to blame you know COVID right now for what's going on in your life. But when you take responsibility, you realize that, okay, I created this whole not having enough clients. I created not having enough money. I created not having a boyfriend or a spouse or a girlfriend or whatever it is that you have. Because it's the choices we make every single day. It's the beliefs that we have about certain things that create our circumstances. Everything that's happening outside of you, in your life, in your surroundings, it's a mirror reflection of what's going on within you. If people don't value you, if they don't want to invest in you, check within. Where do you not value the work that you do? Where do you not think you are worthy of being paid for the work that you do? If people disrespect you or use you as like a doormat, where do you not respect yourself? Where do you put other needs, other people's needs before your own? Where do you devalue yourself? Where do you not love yourself? But like I said, when you go through an awakening process, you're being kind of, I don't want to say forced, but um, how do I put it in a word that um, matches it? You are being invited. You are being guided, nudged, pushed to look at life in a different way, to take responsibility. And that right there, just having to take responsibility of your life and everything that you created in your life is painful, right? Because like I said, it, it's more comfortable not to know 
what's going on beneath the surface or even taking responsibility than to look at it and like, okay, I created it. It was my choices, my beliefs, the energy I send out that created exactly what I'm experiencing right now. And you see, when you're awakening, it shakes loose all the stuff that's ready to be released, right? And if you're resisting the letting go process, that's what makes it so painful. That's what makes it so uncomfortable because you are resisting it. You're not letting go. It's like that tug of war you're holding on to. Like, you know, you're supposed to let it go, but no, mm -mm, no, I don't want to. And I get it. Sometimes certain things that are asking to be released, we're not ready to let them go because they're still serving us in a way, right? Like, let's say you're afraid of, you know, speaking in public, you know, deep down, this is where you need to go, but you're not ready to release that fear because you know, deep down that, hey, when you embrace that, when you let go of that, when you work on that and you step on stage, your life is going to be different. You're going to speak to thousands of people and maybe you're not ready to embrace that yet. So you're holding on to the fear of public speaking. You're holding back, you're playing small, right? You're maybe you're just doing podcasts or some videos or whatnot, and you're playing very, very small because you're not ready to embrace that yet. So sometimes it's easier to hold on to certain things, right? But like I said, if it's something that is really, it's ready to be released, it's ready to go. But if you're resisting it, that's what makes it uncomfortable. And sometimes we only learn by this major smack in the head, that major event that is like it pulls your the, the rug from out from under your feet. You know, and usually it's the deeper, more ingrained beliefs and the deeper programming that makes it so difficult. So that the bigger the smackdown, you know, Usually those bigger events that cause that big major smackdown and the bigger the smackdown, usually the greater the resistance and the greater the, that discomfort is that you are experiencing as you're awakening because you're trying to hold on to something that is ready to be released. Now, one of my lessons that I need to learn is to surrender to feel about in order to experience abundance, to create the financial freedom, the financial abundance that I was working towards so hard, but I didn't really let it go. I was so much in lack. So my big smackdown happened last year when I had gotten hurt and I couldn't work. I didn't make money. And I was deeply afraid that by the end of the year, I would be living on the street with my son and my dogs. That was my situation last year. And it was not until... Let me remember. I think it was September, August, September, October timeframe when I really hit rock bottom because I had two weeks left. I still had to come up with $1,100 for my mortgage and I had no idea how. I mean, I showed up every single day. I was in excruciating pain. I mean, I was laying on the floor, still trying to work, still doing my outreach, still having my phone calls and whatnot. And it hit me that I'm doing all that I can. There's literally nothing else I can do because I can't get a job because, well, shoot, I couldn't even walk. I couldn't sit. I couldn't do anything. I mean, I was on crutches and I was on pain medications, right? I mean, who's going to give me a job? You know, when I come in, you know, bending over in like almost tears in my eyes because I was in so much pain and maybe high out of my mind because I was also on pain meds. So there was nothing else that I could have done. Me personally, the doing part. The only thing I was able to do was to surrender, let go, 
trust, and allow. That was my lesson last year. That was my major smackdown. And I resisted the entire year. Well, until that point, I thought I had to make stuff happen. I had to work. I couldn't take care of myself and heal. I had to work. I couldn't rely on anyone or anything, or definitely not a higher power to bring me the clients, bring me the money. But you see, once I let go, surrendered, trusted, and allowed, I started getting clients without doing anything. Just the other day, I got two new clients for readings. Didn't do anything to make that happen. I never had a conversation. They found me on, I think on Google or whatnot, on a search. They went on my website. Well, yeah, she reached out to me. She had some questions, but then her and her sister bought two readings. That was $600 right there. Didn't do anything to make that happen. I allowed and the universe delivered. So that's what then happens when you, and that's what I'm saying, like, you know, the bigger the program or the deeper ingrained beliefs are, usually that's when you get those major smackdowns. But then you also, that's usually where you, where you go into greater resistance, right? And, and, but then that causes greater discomfort because you're simply trying to hold on to something that is ready to be released. And the more you fight against it, the harder it is. It's just as simple as that because you're ready to release certain things. And the more you hold on to it, of course, it's going to be painful, right? And, you know, you may even wonder, like, why do you experience an awakening? What's really the purpose behind it all? You see, the thing is, it's your part, the part of your journey. It is part of your soul's blueprint to awaken to the truth of who you are. It helps you find your way in life. And yes, not everyone is open to it. I had a conversation with someone the other day and she mentioned that everyone should awaken. Everyone should live like more of an open heart. And I'm completely with her on that. Everyone should learn the things that we're learning. Everyone should believe in magic and miracles and abundance and that anything is possible. However, not everyone is ready to embrace that, to believe in that. At least not until they stop resisting. And until the time is right, because we all are awakening. We all are awakening in one way or another. Some, they just resist more than others, right? My awakening started a few years ago, 2016. Um, some other people's, they started two years ago. Now moving forward, many are, are starting to awaken now because of COVID. It all happens when the time is right and when we stop resisting, when we are ready to awaken to the next step. But it's all part of your life. It's it's part of your purpose in life. To f- it's part of your soul's blueprint. And you see, your purpose in life is to find yourself, is to find the truth of who you are. It's not living in limitation and lack. And I want to share with you how actually your spiritual awakening will help you live your life purpose. And, and this is an explanation that I got from Orion because I asked that, you know, what exactly is my purpose? I mean, I know I've been going through some major shifts and this year and I know a lot is coming. And this year, it really feels like that is going to be the precursor for the next because it's, it's a new decade for me. It's not just 2020 and a new decade, but for me, I just turned 40 this year. So it's a new decade for me as well. 
And I know the next 10 years until I turn 50 is going to be the most powerful, impactful, life transformational years where I will really then fully embrace who I am and do the work I'm here to do. But I was like, well, what am I supposed to do now? What is my purpose? You know, moving forward, am I supposed to still continue doing the coaching, just the healing, just doing, you know, passive? What am I supposed to do, right? And Orion shared with me that many think that your life purpose is what you do or what you're meant to do, but that's not of truth, okay? Your life purpose Everyone's life purpose is to find themselves. It's your purpose to find yourself, the truth of who you are, and then embody that truth. Then you step into doing what your heart calls you to do, your passion work, what you are meant to do. But it starts within. Life purpose is to be your true self. Then you do what your true self is aching to do. That is your life purpose. It's you don't become by doing your life purpose. You be and your work will then reflect your inner wholeness, your passion. Isn't that beautiful? That's what Orion shared with me. I'm like, that makes so much sense. Because as I look at like any reading that I did about life purpose, like the life purpose activator session or igniting your 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 soul's light or something like that, my big Akashic record reading, the, the underlying thing is it's not so much about what people do but it's like finding themselves and then they really step into their power and then show up in a way that will allow them to do their passion work but it starts with finding themselves and it made so much sense because it's true you don't find your life purpose by doing something your life purpose like doing what you're meant to do finds you by discovering the truth of who you are I know I, I love the coaching, the impacting, and I had a client the other day, and what really warmed my heart is when she's really starting her awakening journey right now. I mean, she she kind of had her awakening about two years ago, so she's learning. She doesn't work with anyone. I mean, she came to me for a reading, and at the end of the session, I saw that that excitement in her eyes, the excitement for what's to come, for the possibility, for for like that spark. And that's what what really excited me. And you see, the thing is, I didn't find that by doing what I'm doing. I found that because I was going through my awakening process to find myself, to discover my divine gifts, my the channeling, the healing. But I didn't find any of that until I found myself. And it was a process. I mean, I started with the Akashic Records. Then now I'm doing the channeling. I'm doing angel cards and whatnot. But throughout the process, I found more of who I am, which then allows me to show up in the way to make this tremendous impact. It didn't start by me making an impact and I became. It was the other way around. I became and I started doing. And that's what it is. So it's about you being you discovering the truth of who you are. And then whatever you do, then is your your passion work, is what you're here to do. But it starts with an inner work. It starts with you finding yourself. And unfortunately, you have to go through these spiritual awakenings and darkness of the soul to discover who you are, right? But there's a way to embrace that. 
so it's not so painful. Now, first of all, I want to invite you to, you know, know that it like develop the mindset to believe and to trust that it is to your highest and greatest good. That everything that you're going through, no matter how bad, how good, how ugly, how painful, how devastating it is, it's all happening for a reason. And everything happens in divine time. It never happens when you want it to. Believe me, there were times I was like, I want to have 10 coaching clients in a month. And I kept each, each day when I wrote down my goals, I said, by this and this date, I want to have achieved that. Well, it didn't happen because I wasn't ready for it. It wasn't the time for that yet, which kind of was annoying at that time because I've, you know, it kickstarted a whole lot of stuff for me. And I see it with my clients they they want to make money. They want to have clients, but if it's not the right time, there's not much you can do, but you got to work on yourself, right? So know that whatever you're experiencing, any spiritual awakening, any difficult time, it's happening to your highest and greatest good. It's happening for a reason. And whatever's meant to come will happen in divine timing, okay? And then when you feel challenged, don't ignore it. Don't put it aside. Don't push through it. But stop yourself and go within and then investigate what's going on. What are you feeling? What are you thinking? What are you experiencing? What is ready to be released? How do I wish to feel instead? How can I let this be easy? And then go to your toolbox, whether it's Ho'oponopono, self-hypnosis, meditation, whatever it is. Whatever will help you to release, to uplift and to feel better. You, you have it in, in you to do that on your own. Go to your toolbox. Or if you don't know anything, find something. Ho'opono is so powerful. It's a, a Hawaiian mantra. When you just kind of tune in, if you don't know what it is, you just tune in, you focus on what you want to release, and you repeat the phrase, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. Just those four little sentences. It's that easy. I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. And when you put attention or intention with that, when you focus on what you want to release and you really tune in, you feel the emotion, you repeat that phrase, that that mantra over and over again, out loud or in your mind until you feel the release. It's that simple. But go to your toolbox or find something that you can do, whether it's like I said, Ho'oponopono or whatever else you feel called to do. But do something that will help you release, uplift, and feel better. And then ideally find a mentor, a coach, or a healer, or even an accountability partner to help you make it through this. Because when you go through spiritual awakening, I mean, there's so much stuff that comes up that you may even think that I'm totally going bananas. I don't know how to handle this. I don't know what the heck is going on. I just know that something is going on, right? If you have someone that you can talk about it, that maybe already is further along than you, like let's say a, a mentor, a coach, or a healer, someone that has already gone through an awakening process that knows what's going on, they can help you make sense of it. If I wouldn't have had my mentor, oh my God, I think I would have lost my mind because I was feeling a whole lot of stuff. I didn't know what to do with it. I couldn't make sense of it. And I thought I was literally going bananas, okay? So when you work with someone, it can help you. Now, when you work with a healer, that's really great because a healer can help you heal past lives, clear attachments, release and reprogram limiting beliefs, old programming. 
and also cut cords and release past life vows, past life, you know, soul contracts and whatnot. They can also help you activate from within so you can stand in your power. Now, if I, my mentor is also a healer, so she did a lot of healing sessions on me, I tell you. You know, I did my own healing because I truly believe we are responsible for our own stuff. I'm responsible for my journey. Like my mentor can share things with me that she uncovers, but then it's my responsibility to do something about it. One thing that I discovered recently was that my divine feminine is very blocked. That's why like in a past episode, I channeled uh, goddess Sophia. Now, when I found out that she's one of my channeling guide and Sophia is pretty powerful, right? She is the, the divine creatrix of all that is. And when I first heard her name, I didn't feel her because my divine feminine side was basically shut down. It was like, I'm driven by my masculinity because my masculine side was what helped me survive. So I know that because my mentor shared that with me that I need to work on my divine feminine. Yes, she did some healing on me, but instill it's my responsibility to do, to, to continue to work, to do my own work on what can I do to be more feminine? What can I do to activate, activate my divine feminine side? Well, one thing I, I connected with Sophia, I'm like, Hey, help me lift myself, help me lift my vibration so I can channel you so I can connect with you. And she did. And I also feel more balanced now, but you see, that's what I'm talking about. Like you want to, you need, you are responsible for your own stuff. You are responsible for what's going to happen. So when you work with a healer, yes, they can heal, they can release, they can activate. But then if you don't do anything about it afterwards, if you don't continue your path, your journey, your healing, all the healing is not going to do much. Yes, it's going to affect you, but still you have free will. No healing is going to help you if you choose your old way of being, if you ignore what you know you need to do, right? So a healer is really powerful for the healing part, but also a coach can help you uncover. Now a coach, if they don't know any healing or activation, they may only be, be able to help you to hold you accountable, help you reframe, uncover, course correct, and those type of things. You know, but if you find someone that does coaching and healing, like I do coaching and healing together and I do the divine guidance, right? So if you find someone that does that, even better, because then you only need to work with one person. But even just working with a coach can help you look at things from a different angle because a coach can see things that you're not able to see because we're often too close to our own stuff. So I highly recommend that. Now, another thing is journal about your experience. I cannot tell you how powerful it is when you journal about the, the, you know, everything, your experiences, not just the good, not just the bad, but both of it. Because when you talk about, when you write about the bad and the, 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 what's bothering you, you're letting it go. You're not holding on to it. You're putting it on paper. And then if you put the attention on it too, or the intention, sorry, the intention to release it as you're writing it, that is even more powerful. And then also write about your journey in general, like the experience you, that you're having. I have so many journals laying, you know, in, in my in my room that I recorded my journey. And sometimes I kind of look at like what I was writing like a few years ago. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I was so blocked. I was so in resistance. You know, I mean, it, it's it's amazing when you read how you were before to then, you know, later on you realize how far you have come 
so powerful because then you know that hey maybe i'm not experiencing the success the abundance that you that i want but man i have grown that's powerful that is so powerful because you realize you are no longer who you were before you're a better version of yourself yeah maybe you're not where you want to be yet but you are so much further that is so powerful. So journal about your experience. Journal about what you want to release, what's going on. And oftentimes you also get insights that you wouldn't have if you were just thinking about it, right? Because you're doing this whole automatic writing and then you may get insights that way, right? Then another thing is read spiritual person development books. Also, that can help you uplift yourself, and learn and experience and you get tools that you can use for yourself, right? I've read tons of books, right? And then another thing is find like-minded people. So the reason I'm saying that is because then you, you know you're not alone. You can go this journey with other people. Like you can, you know, join a sister circle, a mastermind, a Facebook group, a meetup group or whatnot, or you start your own. Because there are so many people out there that are also alone on their journey. And especially the spiritual journey, I mean, come on, you know, not everyone gets us, right? Not everyone understands what we're going through, what we're experiencing, and especially, hey, if we have spiritual gifts, right? Then you're this whole weird person that other people that are still deeply asleep, that are not on this journey, awakening journey, they simply don't get it. They may look at you like, what? You are weird. I don't want to talk to you. You know, you're totally bananas. So you want to find people that are just like you. They're going through this awakening. They're, they have spiritual gifts. They're, they can help you. You can help them. It's like, it's a community. It's like sisterhood or, you know, brotherhood. If you're a guy and listening or whatnot, but find some kind of circle, a mastermind, Facebook group, meetup or whatnot, or like I said, start your own. If you can't find one that really is in alignment with what you're looking for, heck, start your own. Invite people that maybe you know, or just put it out there. Let the universe bring people to you. But start something or be part of something so you don't have to go this journey on your own. And take time for your own inner healing. This is very important because if you ignore the healing that needs to take place, you go in resistance. So take the time, make it a priority. It's okay if you take a day off. Now, when you take day off, that doesn't mean that you're lazy, that, you know, you're, you're not working on your business or whatnot, because when you're taking time off and you're doing like meditation or, you know, allowing the healing to take place, you are working because you're working on becoming that next better version of yourself that will then become who you want to become. So take time. You know, make it a priority and then meditate often. I mean, ideally you want to do it daily because it helps you get back to center. That helps you, you know, put your ego on timeout. You know, it, it's just uplifting as well. And one thing I want to share with you, be patient and be gentle with yourself. Awakening, spiritual awakenings. Oh my God, they can be exhausting. They can be challenging. I know July was a very intense month for me where I questioned everything. I felt so drained, so annoyed, so exhausted. I'm like, why am I feeling this way? So be patient, be gentle with yourself and trust that it's all to your highest and greatest good. And ideally become aware when you're in resistance because I always say it, awareness is key because it gives you the choice to course correct. Okay. 
So I hope this is helpful for you. You know, I hope it will give you, I hope the tips that I shared with you will help it, help you make it a little easier to go through your spiritual awakening. And just know you are not going crazy. You're not losing your mind. You're just awakening. And allow it, don't resist it. And if you would like my help, please reach out to me. You can email me info at ksanders.com or go to my website, ksanders.com. Check out my, you know, under products, the Akashic Records, the Light Language, the Healing Sessions, the Activator Sessions, or even my coaching. If any of this stuff really calls to you, reach out to me, let me know. Let's start with a conversation. I would love to support you because you are needed, okay? The quicker you go through your awakening and also you can't really force that either or speed it up it happens when it's supposed to happen and however it's meant to happen but just going at it you know in a non-resistant way makes it so much easier and when you work with someone whether it's me or someone else i mean even if you don't feel called to reach out to me perfectly fine but i want to invite you find someone find someone that can help you because if you Go this on your own. It will only make it a lot harder on you. Okay. But I'm so grateful that you are on this journey. That I get to be part of it. And even if it's just you listening to this podcast. And I really hope that my episodes and what I share. And the channel message and the light language. Really help you on your journey. Because it is my purpose to help people like you awaken. To step into their power. So they can really dare to be themselves. Because then infinite possibilities really open up to them. So they can be that next way shower. To make that impact. In a much, 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 much greater way. Because people like us, we're needed. Okay? So thank you again for tuning in. I will talk to you again in the next episode. Until then, make an amazingly abundant, successful day. Namaste. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Now, if you enjoyed what you have heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and also follow the show on your favorite listening platform just to make sure that you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And also, if you would like some extra motivation, guidance, or support to help you step into your power and finally manifest the amazing business and life that your heart desires, or if you would like to just get more information about this podcast, then visit me at ksanders.com and also feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or even Instagram. Now, I appreciate you so much for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Until then, have an amazingly abundant and successful day.